This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. And we're off and running. Welcome in, everyone, to episode number nine of the Rosie Report, spring training edition. Jim Rosenhaus along with you with uh, the daily recap of events at spring training for the Cleveland Indians. We're out in Goodyear, Arizona. Busy weekend of baseball for the Tribe as it's a split squad weekend. Half the roster up in Las Vegas taking on the Oakland Athletics. They did so on Saturday. They'll do so again on Sunday. And the other half of the roster staying in the Valley here to play the Athletics yesterday, Saturday. And then also the Diamondbacks in Goodyear on Sunday. And just a quick recap of the activity yesterday in Las Vegas. The Athletics won by a score of 8-6. to six. They had a big crowd at Las Vegas ballpark, more than 8,000. Frankie Lindor got it going with a two-run double in the second inning. Bobby Bradley had a two-run single. His good spring continues at Plezac with two and a third innings. One run allowed some of the keys yesterday for the Tribe. And good to see Roberto Perez make his first start of the spring. He had a two-run single as well for the Indians. Now, over in Mesa, the Indians took on another athletics ball club. And a similar type of game, similar score. Oakland won it by a final score of 8-7. to seven. Some of the keys, well, Carlos Santana with a two-hit day. Franmil Reyes with another run driven in on a one-for-three afternoon. And a home run for Wilson Garcia as he's in Major League Camp this spring and uh, hit his first home run on the spring. Pitching-wise, Scott Moss started, allowed two runs in his two innings of work on just one hit. And Brad Hand, uh, through a scoreless inning as he continues a, a nice start to his spring. And we'll hear more from the Tribe Closer a little bit later on in today's podcast. But first, Terry Francona was with the team over in Mesa, and he touched on a variety of subjects, including the work of hand as his closer, and also Scott Moss, who started the game, and what he sees in the young left-hander. I thought... One, he's a real mature kid. I mean, we're just getting to know him. And, the, you know, the guys talked to us about him last year. And there's a lot to like. At times, he gets under the ball. By that, I mean, he kind of pushes it. And you can see he was elevating his fastball, not by design. You know, he, shoot, he, he gave up one hit that was two runs. That, that will come. You know, he's got velocity. He's got to break the ball. He just needs to pitch more. There's a, there's a lot to like about a lefty with size like that, maturity. He just needs to pitch some more. I know you talked a little bit this morning about having some of the minor league guys come over a little bit to help fill in. What's it like for you to be able to see some more newer faces or different faces? Well, when we've seen a lot, of, and you're going to see more the next couple days because we got a lot of baseball. But it's fun, and you try to get as many in as you can. You know, you always got to hold out in case something happens. 
but you just you know you want to see how they react and just you know you want to it's fun to see whether they play defense or get in that bat just to see the way they react and then at the beginning of camp you said with hand that he was trying to maybe not go full bore right away what have you seen from him and how he's been I, I, again he just you saw it bump up a tick today in his velocity but his breaking ball has been what's been real got us pleased it's his breaking ball that that he throws during the season that's really good to see Perfect. And once again, thanks to MLB and Indians.com beat reporter Mandy Bell for running down to the field there and talking with Tito after the game and uh, filling us in on some of the day's activities here in Mesa. So on Sunday, again, a split squad. Shane Bieber will be on the mound here in Goodyear as the Indians will play the Diamondbacks. That's a radio game on the Indians radio network starting at 3.05 Eastern. And then up in Vegas, Adam Pletko will make his second start of the spring against the Athletics, and that's a Sports Time Ohio game also starting at 3.05 Eastern time. So we hope you can uh, – actually, that's a uh, 4.05 Eastern time start from Las Vegas. So hopefully you can keep tabs on the Tribe all afternoon long. Mentioned earlier, we had a chance to visit with Brad Hand, Indians closer earlier in the spring. He touched on a variety of subjects, including his season a year ago that got off to a tremendous start, but he really labored after the All-Star break, and we asked him some of the issues that he was trying to battle through the second half of the season to remain effective. Yeah, I mean, for sure, the, my first half of the year was real well, throwing the ball good, uh, and then just kind of ran into a little bit of a rut and couldn't, couldn't really get out of it. And um, My body also wasn't feeling great, my arm had had some arm issues going on um but this off season just you know I, it was a normal off season didn't really change much um but the arm's been been feeling good and ready to go you mentioned that and i think you're like a lot of closers or, or relievers in general they want to take the ball all the time how conflicted were you at times in the second half when when you wanted to help the team but maybe weren't a hundred percent yeah i mean I, I'd, I'd go out there in outings where, where it felt good everything was normal um and then, you know, that next one just, you know, didn't feel right and uh, got to a point where, you know, you could really tell in, in the numbers and the analytical sides that, you know, I was doing something that, you know, my arm was, or my body was making up for something, um, you know, my arm wasn't feeling good. So, um, you know, I was trying to go out there and compete every single day. You don't want to, you know, watch your team uh, battle. You want to be there with them and uh, just got to a certain point where, you know, it was probably a better idea to get it checked out. So when you go into an off season knowing that that you had some issues in the second half, what did you try and do to to come into spring training to prepare yourself to to try and make it strong to the finish this time? I'm just working more on you know my arm care during the off season. Um, try to focus on that a little bit. Um, but my my throwing everything was pretty normal comparative to any other off season. I looked at a few mechanical things. Uh, you see what happened in the second half uh, to try to get out of those you know those grooves that I was in to get get it back to normal where you know what's comfortable for me. Analytics such a big part of this game did, did that come into play too and and has that been helpful in, in trying to identify some things? Yeah I mean I've, I'm not big on the analytical side but I think this offseason I kind of started to look at it a little bit more. Uh, the place I go to in the winter workout they've got all the rap sodas there so uh, just being able to find something that maybe I was doing in the second half that you know affected uh, the way my pitches were coming out or what, and I think we've you know, found some things that you know, I was trying to work on, and I feel like I'm in a good spot right now. I know it's really, really early, but uh, noticeable differences early on as far as just how things are going? 
just feels feels like normal. I feel like the second half I would um, I was trying to get a little too much or you know do a little too much because I knew I was struggling, so I was trying to do more. Where um, you know I probably just should have gone out there and uh, tried to do the same thing, but um, but as as of right now, it feels like back to normal and everything's everything's good. Brad Ham joining us, tribe closer, and and you look at uh, heading into the season, you'll you'll have some new teammates down there in the bullpen. Um, have you had a chance to get to know them a little bit so far, and, and how what's the excitement level for for some of the new arms out there that will be joining you this season? Yeah, it's exciting. Um, we got a few a few guys from trades, and uh, we saw a little bit of Karen Jack last year. Um, just two guys that we got in, the Karen Jack, and then that Class A guy. They you know big big arms, throw hard, uh, just kind of a different look we've not, haven't had uh, in the past. We didn't have anybody that really lit up the radar then last year, so it'll be be fun to have two guys down there. I can you know fire it in there. You did have some good veteran presence last year, and, and does that fall on you a little bit more this year because because you did lose some experience down there? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's just, um, you know, I try to, you know, lead by example. I'm not the most vocal person, but, uh, you know, I try to just go out there and work hard and, you know, try to try to show these young guys uh, what it takes to be able to, you know, play 162 and, and try to stay healthy. And uh, so much of the offseason, I think, for every player is uh, just a mental re refresher. Uh, you have two young kids, and then so what's a, a typical day like for you, just to kind of get you back to a little bit of balance in the winter time? Yeah, I mean during the first few weeks, take some time off, not really doing much, hanging out with the family and the kids, and then you know get back to the gym, start working out five days a week, and then uh, you know just spending time with them. Obviously, we don't get to spend much time with them during the season. We spend more time with our teammates than we do our family. So uh, it's a short, short off season. So try to try to spend some time with them, and you know play some golf. That sounds like a, a great recipe for an off-season. Uh, family time, a little bit of golf, and I'll tell you what, folks, he came into camp in great shape, too. He worked really hard to make sure that, that he can be consistent all the way through the season, and obviously some of that is uh, dependent upon workload at various points and times, but it, with each season being a learning experience, Brad Hanna, a pretty smart pitcher and certainly uh, has those physical gifts, too. And As uh, Tito said earlier, that slider's been looking really good early in the spring. Well, that's going to do it for this edition, episode number nine of the Rosie Report. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'd love your feedback. If you want to catch up with us on Twitter, it's at Indians Radio. If other uh, things you like about the podcast, maybe some things that, that you want to see. I'll try and, and do some of the things if, if you have some ideas for interviews and, and things like that. I'll, I'll give it a shot. But uh, reach out and touch base on Twitter at Indians Radio, and, and we'll do the best we can. Maybe we'll even take some Twitter questions along the way and answer those for you on the podcast. So until next time, thanks so much for tuning in and making the time to listen to the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 